It's week in review time. Two cents worth. It's me, Ryan. I'm here with Bronx. And Lindsay's in the uh, other side of the room. Who's telling me to turn down the TV? I can't hear it, but you might be able to pick it up in the background. I'm going to turn it down so no one can hear it. We got some college basketball on. It is Thursday the 17th. You guys will see this if you listen to it on Friday the 18th. Uh, We'll go over some stuff in sports today. We'll go over what went on in uh, the week of Ryan and uh, what we have upcoming. Not a lot. Not the most busiest week in the world. Um, Coming off of two days off, we drove down to Florida, if you heard last week, uh, the last two episodes, the week in review, and then the rattlesnake, Charles Chucky Bolt. Uh, We're both done in Florida. We drove down Thursday last week for a wedding. Um, So yeah, not not the busiest week uh, for entertaining purposes of a lot going on. So could be 20 minutes. I don't the hell if I know. We'll see. I, usually I say that and then I'll go and talk for 40 or 50 minutes. But, um, uh, yeah, so uh, start of the week, we'll say Saturday, right? Because the last time I talked to you guys was Friday, basically. Uh, well, no, Thursday because I recorded both podcasts last Thursday. Um, so Saturday we were in Orlando for our friend Lenny and Shane's wedding. Uh, we drove down there Friday. Kids stay with uh, the in-laws. Mimi and Papa, Florida, and then uh, went to Orlando, had a great time at their wedding, it was really nice, got to see a lot of Orlando, because we went to a lot of different places for the reception, which was at Universal City Walk, which was cool, and had a good time, went out to a couple bars after that, Uh, kept the party going for a while, uh, which was fun, you know, having no kids, and uh, being able to Uber back to the hotel and everything. And then uh, Saturday we had the wedding uh, in between going to uh, uh, cool rooftop bar and then uh, hopping on the bus to the reception. And then Sunday back on the road again. So we left from Orlando. In-laws brought the kids to Orlando, met us there, and we were back on the road. And uh, it wasn't horrible. You know, I always, I always uh, think the worst when I'm going on a long road trip, especially with the kids and the dog. The worst part was that uh, poor Nolan had a fever basically the whole ride home, so that kind of sucked for him. He just was not comfortable. He wanted to lay down, couldn't. You know, we're in the car for eight hours, so we we tried to get home as fast as we could for him, so he could get uh, to bed and and rest and everything. So, you know, thankfully there wasn't a lot of traffic. We were safe, and uh, we didn't see any accidents or anything like that, so everything was good. Uh, Nice, easy road trip home. You know, eight hours isn't horrible. Some people might say I'm a big wuss for hating road trips and that type of stuff, but, man, eight hours is long. I don't care. I don't care what anyone says. Being on the road that long, is it wears you down. I think all of us were just exhausted, ordered a pizza when we got home uh you know that was just kind of how we ended the night it was like you know what we had wendy's for lunch we're gonna have a pizza and we're going to bed and that was basically what it was so that's um that was sunday we got home missed all the football games basically the whole weekend so trying to play catch up on that but um we were checking scores throughout the uh the drive home and saw the uh was it 
Patriots and Chargers. I thought the Chargers were going to be able to go into New England and possibly pull something off because they went 8-1 and one on the road this year. And every time they hopped on a plane, they were 8-0 because the one time they didn't, they played the Rams and they didn't get on a plane. But uh, this time, not so much. The Patriots handed it to them. And uh, I loved Brady's quote at the end of the game. I got to see that in the highlights where he was like, you know, everyone thinks we suck. So, uh, which was kind of funny because basically the whole week leading up to it, I, I watched Fox Sports uh, 1 a lot, you know, uh, Colin Coward and and some of the other shows on there and, and ESPN. And all of them were saying that the Patriots aren't the best team. You know, they're aging. They don't look as good. These other teams are better than them. Uh, you know, everyone was, was high on the Chargers, as a, as was I, because of the statistics, you know, 8-1 and one on the road. And uh, so, obviously, you know, they're all hearing that and everything. You know, you can you can only dismiss what's going on in the media for so long or, or pretend like you're not listening to it. But all, all these guys, a lot of these guys are listening to what's going on, the chatter and everything. And so his quote at the end of the game was pretty funny. Everyone thinks we suck. <laughs> Well, apparently you don't because you beat a really good Chargers team and now you're in the AFC Championship game again. Um, So we got Chiefs and and Patriots. That is the 640 game, I believe it is. Lindsay, look that up for me. What time's the AFC Championship game start? The uh, NFC, you got the Saints and uh, Rams. Again, thought maybe the Cowboys could pull it off. I didn't really think the Eagles were going to be able to go into uh, New Orleans. I did get to watch that game. That was good. When we got home, I got to watch that game. Uh, but Eagles looked real good. What time was it at? So the Rams, Saints, 3.05. Rams and Saints are at 3.05. And then New England, Kansas City, 6.40. New England, Kansas City, 6.40. So I'll watch half that game before I fall asleep because those are both on Sunday. Yeah, I'll watch that till about halftime. Um, at Kansas City, at Saints, I'm going to go Saints, and I'm going to say Patriots. It's going to be Saints and Patriots. I know, Lindsay's cringing. It, it's going to be Saints and Patriots. If anyone thinks otherwise, I just don't see Tom Brady losing. Now, I could see them losing in the Super Bowl because the Saints with Drew Brees. I could certainly see that. Uh but I don't see him losing AFC Championship game. It's just not going to happen. Brady, Brady's uh, Brady's too good. Patriots are too good. They're too disciplined. They're gonna they're gonna beat the the Chiefs. Chiefs are young. You know, Mahomes good quarterback, but he's young. I don't know if he's gonna be able to withstand the pressure. I'm gonna say all this, and the Chiefs are gonna come out and fucking whoop somebody's ass. We'll see. Uh, yeah. So that's Sunday. So Monday we go into it. Back into. Uh, the rhythm and, and I was able to get workouts done when I was in Florida. So that was nice. We hit the hotel gym. So I kind of kept on that, that track of trying to stay with the program on this is the tomorrow morning. I'm oh, sorry. Tomorrow morning. This comes out tomorrow morning. This morning was our last workout of the program that I'm on. So the nine week program's over and Pete and I are starting the 12 week program. Um, by Mike O'Hearn. And if you haven't heard of this guy or seen this guy, I want you to go and look him up. So Mike O'Hearn, I'm going to get you how old he is, but this guy is an absolute freak of nature. And we have done a few of his workouts um, in the past. And I certainly don't want to try and look like him uh, because I, I just don't have that ability. But he is 49 years old. He'll be 50 on January 26th. So he's 
He's basically 50 years old, and he looks like he's 20. It's insane how big and in shape this dude is. He was Titan, for those of you old enough, he was Titan on American Gladiators. So um, he refers to himself as Titan at times and everything. So it's really, he's actually pretty motivating. He's a motivational speaker. Um, He's got his own YouTube channel where he films his workouts and everything. And uh, he calls it the 4 a.m. club where he gets up and he goes to the gym at 4 a.m. at a Gold's Gym out in Venice Beach. So it's it's cool. And again, we've done his programs before. This is a new one that just came out. So we're going to try it. So it's 12 weeks, five days a week. So I'll keep you guys posted on that and how that is. And, and then we're going to come back to this program we just did, this last nine-week program. We're going to do this 12-week with O'Hearn's stuff, which is, um, it's not a lot of cardio. It's basically no cardio. So we're on our own for cardio, but it is, um, trying to build a lot of lean muscle and also a little bit of mass and then get back to this one that we just did the nine week where you have these circuits at the end, which is your cardio to help kind of, uh, burn more fat as well in that. So we'll see how that all works out because Pete's got a trip to the Bahamas in May. And then, uh, Lindsay and I are going to the Caribbean in the summer. So, um, you got some certain, got some trips to work for, uh, to, to help motivate us and, and get to our goals. So, um, I'm excited for Monday cause you know, I think in any workout program, if you go to the gym on a regular basis, it is nice to switch it up because you kind of get, uh, you can hit plateaus. It can get mundane. You lose motivation. So, um, I always look forward to a, uh, Um, a new workout program. So Monday should be, should be good. And I'll let you know how that goes uh, next week. So I'm looking at my computer for something. Okay. Um, So let's just go through the week real quick, I guess. So again, really not that much going on. Like, uh, we talk more sports. What's that? Okay. I know it's okay, but I mean, I don't want to put out a 10 minute podcast. That's not going to be the most exciting thing in the world. Um, for you soccer fans, Manchester United won one, nothing over Tottenham this weekend. So, uh, Steve, British Steve, who's a Tottenham fan, avid listener. Uh, man, you guys, uh, couldn't beat the, uh, the hot Red Devils right now. So, wish I was home for that game because I would have had you over and I would have laughed in your face because the last time you and I watched Tottenham and Manchester United, I went to your house and United got absolutely embarrassed. And uh, I really couldn't say anything nor do anything. I just had to sit on your couch nice and quiet while you screamed at the TV in uh, joy. So, we missed out on this one. But... um. Yeah, so if you're a United fan anywhere across the world, we're uh, we're playing well right now. I think we still have a lot of gaps on our team that we need to get addressed, but uh, a couple more weeks in the January transfer market, and then sat in the summer we can hopefully address that and figure out who our man- long-term manager is going to be, if it's going to be Ollie or it's going to be Ole, sorry, Ole or um, anybody else, Zidane, uh, Pochettino, any of those guys. There's a list of uh, potential managers. Um, but, yeah, it was nice to have that to come home to as well, a victory. 
six in a row, which is good, playing well right now. Uh, let's see, what else is going on? I'm just looking at uh, sports. Oh, for for me and the Yankees, a little somber moment this week. Uh, former pitching coach Mel Stoudemire passed away at age 77, so that sucked. As a Yankee fan, uh, he was our pitching coach for a lot of our World Series um, teams in the uh, 90s and early 2000s, so... Suck to see that he he passed away. And then in um, baseball news, still nothing on Machado and Harper. The latest is that uh, Machado did get an offer. He got one from the White Sox, and now it's saying that it's seven years, $175 million, which is nowhere near the $300 million that uh, everyone has been talking about all offseason, that him and Harper are both going to get eight to ten years, and it's going to be $300 million. Each of them uh, are going to get that type of contract, and the White Sox come out with a seven-year, $175 million. And so then Machado's agent and and uh, had to kind of play uh, clean up there because they didn't really want to make it seem like that's that was the offer and there's no proof that's the offer, and it wasn't $175 million, but there's a lot of sources out there saying it's $175 million, which uh, isn't great. For a 26-year-old, that kind of shows the market that uh, Major League Baseball is in right now with free agents. That um, you know, some of these big, big contracts that used to be given away um, might be coming to an end here. Uh, you know, A. Rod got two 10-year contracts, and they're still the largest in baseball from a 10-year perspective. Um, I saw that today. He still tops the list of that. So, supposedly, now the latest. I, I remember a couple of weeks ago it was that Machado was going to announce excuse me Machado was going to announce in the new year like right at the new year well apparently no offers have come through and, I, and basically what I'm hearing now is it's between the Phillies and the White Sox unless there's this random team that hasn't really been around uh, a lot of the rumors and the Yankees have basically remained silent of kind of they've signed uh, LeMatthew gold glove winner from the Rockies, and they brought in um, Troy Tulowitzki. So I think they've addressed their infield, and I don't think Machado is somebody that they're going to look towards. I saw today, and again, I talk about the Yankees a lot, but that's my team, so if you don't want to hear it, just fast forward. Uh, I saw today that uh, we might be looking at uh, Nolan Arenado from Colorado because he becomes a free agent next year. So they're going to give Andahar another year, third baseman, our current third baseman, another year to see if his defense improves, and if it does – Great, he's somebody that we can invest in long-term. If not, then they'll probably try and sign Nolan Arenado, and it makes sense. So the last three signings they've made, Troy Tulowitzki, former Rocky, LeMatthew, former Rocky, and then today we signed uh, their reliever. Let me just pull it up so I can say his name right. Uh, Where'd he go? Adam Adovino. Uh, he is a bullpen guy, um, reliever. So three years, I think we gave him. So we, we're firming up our bullpen and another Rockies. So three guys from the Rockies. So I think, you know, that's stacking the, the deck right there to, to try and convince Nolan Arenado to come to the Yankees next year. So I think that'll be, be interesting to see what happens. Um, sticking with baseball, though, baseball slash football, Tebow, this is the top headline right now for ESPN for if you go to Major League Baseball as of right now. Probably will be for tomorrow, too, unless somebody signs T. 
Tim Tebow is to open spring training in Mets Major League Camp. Can you imagine if Tim Tebow makes the Major League roster? Could you imagine that? I didn't even know the guy played baseball until he was out of football and he was doing um, SEC Network for ESPN and then was like, well, I'm going to try baseball. I was pretty good in high school. Like, didn't play it in college, and now this guy could be in the pros. Like, he is – that to me is just a freak athlete. Not to mention, we'll stick with Tim Tebow on this one. Not to mention, he got engaged this week and was in Orlando the same same time we were. He was celebrating at Walt Disney World while we were in Orlando, but we uh, we stuck to the Universal side of town. Um, but, uh, yeah, interesting. Top headline for Major League Baseball. That's how uh, the media rolls. Tim Tebow to open spring training in Mets uh, Major League Camp. Um. Yeah, Yankees and Adovino reached three-year deal. Yankees, LaMatthew, on his role, he says they told him to bring a lot of gloves. So he's going to play first base, second base, shortstop, third. He's going to play wherever they need him to, probably outfield too if we need him to. Uh, But, yeah, so where's Harper and um, Machado going to go? I'd love to hear your thoughts. Send me a a message, post something, screenshot this, and uh, put it on one of your stories on Instagram and just – Give me your prediction. Where's Machado going to go? Where's Harper going to go? Everything that I'm reading, a lot of predictions are that Harper's going to go to Los Angeles because of the trade that they did with the Reds where they freed up right field by getting rid of Kemp and Puig. Um, And then Machado is going to go to um, the Phillies. Because all I've heard all off-seasons, how much money the Phillies have, and they're going to spend all this money, all this money. I think it would be hilarious, just my own personal just dickheadedness, that I think it would be hilarious if the Phillies didn't sign any of these guys. And they, they've been talking about this for two years, and this is going to be their off-season. This is what they're going to do. They're going to spend all this money. We're going to get all these guys. They might sign Machado and Harper. If they don't get either one of them, what a blow to – the Phillies organization and just, I mean, if the white, if the Chicago White Sox sign Manny Machado over the Philadelphia Phillies and the White Sox weren't out telling everybody that they're going to spend all this money and that they, they, they're going to build and build to build. That'd be shocking to me. Um, but I think, I think Machado is going to end up with the Phillies and I think Harper is going to end up with the Dodgers and potentially still go back to the Nationals. I mean, the Nationals did give him an offer before the end of the year, and he turned it away because he wanted to see what free agency looked like. And right now for both these guys, it doesn't look as great as I think they thought it was going to be. So um, interesting times right now in free agency. And, and as I mentioned every single week, spring training is basically right around the corner. I mean, we're halfway through January already. It's only five, six weeks from now that p- pitchers and catchers report for spring training. Um, so – be very, very interesting. Um, all right. Let's see what else we got going on. Uh, both kids were sick this week. That was fun. Got a call Monday from Harrison School. He'd been in school for two hours. He only was in school for four hours. So, I mean, basically half his day that he was falling asleep and just wasn't himself. And I pick him up and he's out on the playground. And this kid comes sprinting to me. Daddy, daddy, daddy. I just look at the teacher and she's like, I swear, I promise you, he was tired. He wasn't acting himself. I'm like, this kid's fine. 
get him home. His cheeks are red and whatnot, and and uh, he acted fine the rest of the day, so we thought he was all right. And then the next day, it's like um, if you have kids, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. And if you don't have kids and you're younger and you have drunk friends or drunk roommates, having children is basically like living with two drunk people. So I two kids. It is it is basically having a drunk person in your house at all times. Just the waves of emotion, the the uh the way that their personalities kind of go in and out and just like their mood swings and everything and things are being thrown and there's food on the ground and there's demands and there's all these types of things. So I say that because it's a Tuesday. I go and pick him up from my parents' house, and Harrison's acting totally fine. And my parents are like, yeah, he's been fine all day. He slept good. He took a good nap. Da, da, da. He's in the car with me. He's talking to me. Get to the house. He's playing in the garage for a little bit with the toys. Tell him, hey, you want to come in for dinner? Yeah, I want dinner. He says, he wants dinner. Great. So he comes inside. I put him in his chair, and he literally just, like, slouches down and goes, like, almost, like, comatose to where it's, like, He's just all of a sudden just completely wiped out and exhausted. So it's like it's like going to like a party with your friend and your guys are all having a great time and everything. And like the next drink just kind of like hits them perfectly to where it's like, boom, they're they're drunk, they're black out, and they can't move. Like that is basically like it's terrible. I'm, I'm comparing my children to being hanging out with drunk people, but. It's true. Uh, yeah, so, you know, didn't feel good. Kept him home from school on Wednesday. So, basically, the house has been uh, dealing with head colds and little mini fevers. Thankfully, the fevers haven't, haven't been too bad, and they haven't lasted too long. The kids have been sleeping during the night and everything. So, uh, it's worked out. But hopefully for Lindsay and I, we stay healthy and we don't get sick because that's the other thing. Oh, man, I don't get tired. That's the other thing with kids, man. They fucking bring so many germs around. It's insane. A few years ago, when Nolan went to preschool, he came back with uh, basically a stomach virus, and it went through the whole house, and I was the last one to get it, and it hit me so bad I got put in the hospital. Lindsay had to call 911 at like 2.30 in the morning, and um, I'm outside the hospital the next morning, and no shoes because they brought an ambulance. I, I drove in the ambulance to the hospital because they had to give me I was so dehydrated and they had to, you know, basically, uh, get me, uh, get me better. So they had to bring, I, I couldn't, I couldn't move. I was on the, an IV. an IV. Yeah. Thank you. I couldn't think of it. I couldn't think of what I, I was like. I didn't want to be like, they had to resuscitate or revive me. Cause they certainly didn't have to revive me, uh, an IV. But, um, yeah, I was like, I was laid out on the bathroom floor and I couldn't get up. And, uh, when I, when they sat me up, they were like, dude, you got, pale as a ghost and they got the IV in me and they brought me in the hospital uh, the ambulance to the hospital and like the next morning we don't have our cars because Lindsay went with me and my parents came over to watch Nolan like 3 o'clock in the morning and spend the night and uh, I walk outside the hospital for my dad to come and get us and I'm in socks with no shoes uh, gym shorts with no underwear and a basically like an undersized t-shirt because that is what i was in the night before and that's what i'm leaving i look like i'm like a, a homeless person who um has like a drug addiction and got 
you know, brought into the hospital the night before. So that's what I looked like uh, a few years ago because my kids bring germs back into your house that you your body hasn't been faced with since you were in school. So uh, just a fun little story for you if you guys wanted to know that. Again, if not, fast forward. But I thought it was funny. You know... Let's see what else we got. I'm just going to I'm going to just scroll through ESPN real quick. See what's out there. Again, not a lot. Uh tune in Sunday. I got uh her name is Gabe Cole. She'll be coming on. Her Instagram is mostly whole Mrs. Cole and she does a lot of whole food cooking, whole 30, um clean eating. She also um sells beauty counter. So, uh, different type of products that are also for women and men. I did not realize they were for men as well. I looked that up today. I uh, saw that, but she's coming on, so we're talking about that on Sunday. Um, give a little different perspective, a little different conversation, but it is, it'll still be based on fitness as well. Um, doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be any of this. Um, you know, I've been thinking about it. I'm going to keep focusing on sports and fitness, but if there's interesting guests that I can get on that, you know, they don't always have to talk about, you know, the fitness industry or, you know, their, their past career as an athlete, they don't have to. And I think, uh, Gabe's a very interesting guest and I got uh, a couple other guests coming on that not everything that they do is solely focused around sports and fitness. So it's good. It gives people different perspectives and, and previous guests haven't either. So I'm going to keep doing that. Uh, we're going to keep to this topic, uh, uh, you know, sports because that's what I enjoy. But, um, you know, again, if there's an interesting guest and um, I can get them on, that's what I'm going to do. Uh, so she's coming on Sunday. So tune in for that episode 22. So this is 21. I'm 21 episodes in, um, which is kind of crazy to think about because at first I was only going to do it once a week. So if I did it once a week, Episode 20 would mean I'd be basically getting close, or 21, I'd be getting close to doing it for half a year, and really I've only been doing it since the end of October. So, um, you know, thinking about uh, trying to, do I scale back back to one a week, and do I always have a guest? Do I just, uh, if I don't have a guest, I can just come on and talk an hour about stuff going on, kind of do this, review but without a guest or I just have one as a guest. So I'm just contemplating that, just trying to figure out time and everything. If I, if I can really dedicate, continue to dedicate in the new year for two a week, but for now I'm going to stick to two a week. Um, and we'll see how it goes. We'll see how the listeners, uh, react to it. Um, and how, um, you know, if, if, if the, uh, listening base continues to grow, I'll certainly do it. You know, I have to obviously stay patient again. Like I said, I've only been doing this since October, but the original plan was to do it once a week. So, uh, now that I'm doing it twice a week, just need to make sure that, um, it's the best thing for all parties. So again, if, uh, you're enjoying the twice a week, let me know if, uh, once a week is, is what it's going to be. Then, um, and everyone's good with that. That's what I'm going to continue. That's what I might just end up going back to. Um, just from a time perspective, it gives me the ability to record it. Really, I don't have to um, try and always get this in before Friday um, if I don't need to. Again, I don't think it's a bad thing. It's just I'm just trying to think if uh, if it's worth it for everybody and my and, and myself. I got to just make sure I'm using my time wisely because I do have a full time job and I'm also a dad and a husband 
and apparently a uh, dog warmer because the dog just basically always has to be laying on me. Nobody else, on me at all times. And I run hot for body heat. So it's not the most ideal situation dealing with him uh, on me at all times, but it is what it is. All right, let's take a gander. I said I was going to take a gander at uh, take a look at ESPN because I'm on here. Let's see what we got here. Oh, Kyler Murray, he's going to the NFL draft. Love to know your thoughts. What do you think? Do you think he's going to be a quarterback in the NFL? Do you think he'll sign if he doesn't get drafted in the first round or the top 15 picks? Do you think he would go or would he stick to baseball? Um, I think it would be very interesting. Oh, wow, look at this. Phil Mickelson. Here's something for you for you golf fans. Phil Mickelson shoots 12 under 60, tying career low. So today is the opening round of... What is it called? The Desert Classic in uh, La Quinta, California. Lindsay, you're going down there. Mm-hmm. La Quinta is down in uh, Southern California in like the Palm Springs, uh, Coachella area. That's where it is. They're playing the PJ West um, course. And uh, Phil... Mickelson, and it says, Mickelson began his 27th, this guy's been on tour for 27 years, 27th full season as a pro Thursday by flirting with one of the few feats he hasn't accomplished, golf's magic number, which is 59. The 48-year-old left-hander still shot a 12-under 60 in the Desert Classic, tying his career low score. He last shot in the Phoenix Open six years ago. It was the most under par he has been in any of the 2,077 rounds he has played on the PGA Tour. I just want to say that again. 2,077 rounds this guy has played on the PGA Tour in 27 years. That's crazy. That's a shit ton of golf. Uh, Needing to play the final two holes in two under to shoot 59, which is the magic number. Mickelson missed a 15-foot birdie try on the par for 17th before holding a 9-foot birdie on the 18th. Cool. Uh, It is his first competitive appearance since the Tiger Woods match in Las Vegas, which you guys, if you've been listening, all know how that went down um, at our house and how big of a bummer it was and how much more fun we had doing side bets and our own gambling uh, with the, you know, eight to ten people we had at our house compare and more shit talk was happening in my living room than there it was on the television which was what this whole thing was being brought up was going to be is that these two you know titans of golf were going to basically you know beat each other up verbally the whole time and all they did was talk about each other's kids and how much it was boring so anyways first time he's played since um november not a bad way to start your season. Now, let's see how he finishes. This is the first round. Obviously, he's going to go three three more rounds. Let's see if he can win. Let's go back to the top. Top. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, I was on Major League Baseball earlier, and on the top for ESPN, Tebow, again, being on the Mets, that is a top headline. Top headline on ESPN overall on their main page. Mickelson. Uh, do 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 
Bob Kraft has come out and said Tom Brady is definitely the best player ever, greatest player ever. Do you think he's the greatest player ever? Let me know. Yeah. Lindsay says Brady? No. Hmm. Who's your greatest player ever then? Oh, okay, okay. She says no because she doesn't like him. You you should it, on this show you're supposed to have Vinny Te- if you didn't pick that up, Vinny Testaverde is the best player ever according to Lindsay. I think I should just end a show like that. <laughs> Vinny Testaverde is the greatest player ever in football. Greatest player ever. Oh, you know what? Let's talk about this. Because if if Preston's listening to it, um, which this will be a test. If Preston's listening to it, Duke lost to Syracuse at Duke this week, and he's a big fan. Now, this is the test, if he listens to this or not. Because if he doesn't listen, he'll never know that I even said this, but fuck Syracuse. Fuck Jim Beheim. Uh Duke was without our starting point guard and the number three player in the country, Cam Reddish. Am I saying he got lucky? Absolutely. And he even admitted to me in a text message that they got lucky because we were without two of our five starters. That makes a huge difference, Um, especially when all five of your starters are basically, I think all of them are freshmen or four or five of them are freshmen. Um, Yeah, that's a big thing. That's a big deal. For your tennis fans, I'm looking right now, Australian Open is on. First major of the year, Australian Open. Lindsay, I know you're a huge tennis fan. Huge. Crazy. Big time tennis fan. Did we watch? We did. I was going to ask you if we watched any hockey while we were down at your parents. And we did, but I didn't remember until now because I got a little drunk and I recorded two podcasts. It was the Carolina Hurricanes and the Lightning, and we heard about how great the Lightning were. And have been this year, which I, from what I've seen, they are. Um, but yeah, I'm just again, I'm just scrolling through ESPN. This is not the most exciting thing in the world, people. Bear with me. I think that's it, man. I don't, I don't have much else. You know, it's lacking a little motivation this week. I'll be honest, um, especially around the podcast. You know, is this something I want to do long term? And uh, and I listen to a lot of podcasts and. Um, one that I listened to a lot, I was listening to this morning, and it kind of rejuvenated me. And if you follow me on Instagram, you saw the story. Um, Eric Anders Lang had uh, me and my golf guys, Piers and Ward, on, and uh, they actually were talking about podcasts. And they've been doing their YouTube channel for five years now, and, and um, they were talking about patience. They're like, just stick with it. You know, you want you you know for podcasts, you always want your listenership to go up. You want more listeners, you want more people engaging, you want more followers on Instagram and your social media, whatever it is, and then those people to go and translate into listeners and and then for them to tell others and, you know, so on and so forth. And he was like, um, one of them said, you know, you just have to be patient for those listeners and just stick to it and know that, you know, your hard work will pay off. And I've heard that a lot and, and it was it's good, but it was good to hear it in the in the moment today because it was just I was just lacking a little motivation of um you know, again, I mentioned earlier, do I do this twice a week? Do I do it once a week? Do I have guests every week? Do I just do it on my own? Like, and just make this thing whatever I want it to be. Um, 
you know, am, am I seeing growth in the listeners? You know, what do I need to do differently? You know, all these things come into your head. Like, do you want to keep doing it? If it's not paying off, like, what do you really want to get out of this thing? I guess. Um, so it was, it was good to hear that. And, um, I just felt like telling you guys that because I do enjoy the fact that you guys listen and then I get text messages and talk, people talk about it. It is, that does rejuvenate me is like talking about it. So like this weekend being down at the wedding, telling new people about it, that was, that was fun. And people ask me like, why do you do it? You know, what's it about? We'll have to check it out. People I don't know. Like we went to this wedding. We literally knew nobody other than the bride and groom and the groom's cousin. Mm-hmm. Nobody else. And, and the groom's mom. That was it. We knew four people out of 200, and and uh, we met... No, I knew Kevin. I take that back. Kevin's the best man. Um, so we met a bunch of good people and everybody, and we and we had a really good time. We got to tell them about ourselves and who we are and you know how we know Lenny and Shayna and all that. So, um, But talking about the podcast, that, that was rejuvenating. Again, like getting text messages and people telling me that they like the show... Or if they don't even like the show or tell me that they would like something different or give me suggestions, that all helps too, because it, uh, it motivates me to do better and, and to try different things and, um, to stick with it. And, you know, everyone goes into ruts and stuff, right? Like I'm not in a rut by any means, but it's the beginning of the year. Work is really busy, which is good. You know, work's busy. We were on the road this week. Like it was just, it kind of just a tiring week, um, so, you know, trying to get that motivation and stick to it. And then, you know, Duke losing, the kids being sick, all these things. Just, uh, I need the weekend. Yeah, I need the weekend to come, I guess, right? Like, because I just wasn't motivated today. I was like, like Lindsay mentioned earlier she, to me, she was like, You're recording tonight? And I was just almost like, I almost don't want to. But I brought myself back to what I listened to this morning on the podcast, uh, about the patience thing and, and to stick with it. And I'm going to stick with this and I'm, I'm not giving it up by any means. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just kind of just talking out loud about where I'm at right now, uh, mentally with just starting the year. Um, but we do, I, I do have some, uh, guests lined up that are coming on and, um, I think they're going to be really good guests and they're going to have cool stories. Like I said, Gabe Cole's coming on. My buddy Steve Lonnen, who has uh, Flat Bill Friday. So if you live in Charlotte and um, you follow real estate, he's a realtor and he has this. His brand is Flat Bill Friday. He does videos around that and motivation, not even real estate, but just like motivation stuff. So he's coming on. Um, so again, a couple of people I do know, and then there's some guests that are lined up that I've I've never met before. So it'll be a good conversation to kind of get to know them and and learn what they do and why they do it and what's important for them. Um, and I'll share share with them, share with you who they are in the coming weeks as we lock down dates on stuff like that. So again, that motivates me too that people are interested to come on the show that I don't know personally that uh, still want to come on and have a conversation around sports and fitness and, and their life and what they're doing and why they do it and et cetera. So, um, fun next couple of weeks that are coming up along with the busy work schedule. And I'm going to have to start traveling again as the year kind of opens up a little bit. So, um, just stick with me. I'm going to stick with this. Again, as always, if you can go on to, uh, if you listen on Apple, go down, rate the show, give it, give it, one, two, three, four, five, whatever stars. Leave a comment on there. That's how it gets up to uh, other listeners. Um, share it with your friends. Screenshot it. Put it on your stories. If you have public um, 
accounts or even, I mean, even private accounts doesn't matter, but I can't share your screenshot on my story if you're private. It won't let me because you're a private account and, you know, people can't see your names and all that stuff. So, um, which doesn't really matter to me. I don't need to share it on my story if, if, if you don't need it to be. But um, let me know you're listening. Send me some messages. Hope you guys enjoy it. Have a great weekend. And then again, like I said, tune in Sunday for Gabe. Um, it'll be fun. I've known her for five years now, 2014. So um, we work uh, not we work with a similar client in our day jobs, and then we do this this stuff on the uh, in our off time, uh, she does a lot of cooking and whole food stuff or yeah, whole 30 stuff, not whole foods, whole 30 stuff, uh, and different challenges. And she goes to different gyms. So we're going to talk about that as well as selling beauty counter and why she does that and what's exciting about that to her and her passions around, um, alternative, products and uh, healthy eating and healthy lifestyle. So uh, tune in for that. That'll be available Sunday. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Let's go Chiefs and Saints, though I think the Patriots are going to be in the Super Bowl again, uh, which is good for football. People tune in. NFL loves it. I think this year I think we're they're good. I think all four teams, everyone will tune in. There's usually that one team that nobody wants to go into the Super Bowl because, the, like – well, no, not that they know they're going to win. Like the organization, the association, like the NFL would know, like, oh, man, the viewership might be down because nobody wants to see – I'm going to use Jacksonville. Like nobody wants to see the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're not a big draw for people to tune into the Super Bowl. But people want to see the, the Patriots because the Patriots are a dynasty. People want to see the Chiefs because they're exciting with Patrick Mahomes. People want to see the Saints because of Drew Brees. People want to see the Rams because all they talk about is the coach is 32 years old. What's that? Where's the, I think the Super Bowl's in Atlanta. Super Bowl's in Atlanta this year, yep. Yeah. Uh, so I think these final four teams, I think there's a lot of hype around all four of them. So um, it'll be cool whichever matchups it could be. It could be um, Rams and Chiefs would be cool. Saints and Chiefs would be cool. Patriots and, and Saints will be cool. Rams and Patriots will be cool. I think I, all four matchups that could happen, I think will be good matchups regardless. So um, good teams left, and uh, these uh, these games on Sunday will be will be cool. I'm looking forward to actually being able to sit on my couch and watch them. And uh, like I said, I'll watch the first half of the Patriots game because I'm not – like I said, Monday morning, new, new program, new workout program, so i got to be up and ready to go. What's that? Oh, and it's Martin Luther King Day. Yeah. This Monday? Yeah, you're right. Okay. Cool. All right. Everybody have a great weekend. Um, Hope you enjoy it. We'll talk soon. Good night. Good morning. Good afternoon.